0: Welcome to the Gate Crashers podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your ivory tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke.
1: And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker.
0: It's the summer, which means we are going to slow things down. And instead of doing weekly episodes, we are instead going to do Interviews with Publishing Professionals. These interviews will air every few weeks and they'll give you insights into the journeys and thoughts of authors and editors and other people who work in the publishing industry. So kick back, relax, and enjoy our summer interview sessions. Kara Ruta is a USA Today best-selling author of Psychological Suspense. Her books have received praise from Publishers Weekly, Library Journal, and Kirkus. And I am thrilled to welcome Kara to the Gatecrashers podcast. Welcome, Kara.
1: Thank you, Amanda. Good to be with you. <laughs> it's
0: so good to see you again. And our listeners don't know, like, we've got, like, a video Zoom going. So it's so right. good to see Kara again. We haven't seen each other in quite some time.
1: Yeah, like, a long time. Yeah. Like, seven. Six years, something like that. I don't know. Something
0: like that. And what you may not know, Kara, is I have mentioned you before on the podcast because I've told the story, like an abbreviated version of how we worked together. We just couldn't get you a publisher. And then we stopped working together. And then I was in Barnes and Noble one day, and there your book (laughs) was. (laughs) I just had this, like, I had this moment for you and I was so happy. Um, and so we're going to talk about that eventually, but I want to, because I think, I just think that's so important to know that not every agent can get every author where they need to be. I think that's such a, an important message. Um, but before we talk about our time together and then what has happened since then, I want to talk just about your beginning. And and I I just want this episode to be what your career has been like, the ups and downs, what you've gone through, because I know that you haven't had a cookie cutter career. No one really does anymore. Everyone's Mm -hmm. kind of making their own way. So I love to start at the beginning. How did you get interested in writing? Wow, okay,
1: the origin story, I'll go really fast. (laughs) So um, third grade, my third grade teacher, told us to write to the person we wanted to become, which was such a cool assignment as a little person. So I wrote to Robert McCloskey, who was my favorite author at the time, make Way mm. for ducklings and blueberries for Sal and all that. And so I wrote to him, he wrote back and said, thank you for writing me, little Kara. Um, I'm an illustrator, not an author. So you should do your research. <laughs> Good luck to you which kind of encapsulates the publishing journey I think in a nutshell so then after that I was an English major in college so it's a big leap forward but I always had the dream in the back of my head but I also needed when I graduated college as an English lit major to make money so I went into journalism and then journalism led me to becoming I I love Darren Stevens on Bewitched I didn't want to become a magical Samantha. I wanted to be Darren Stevens and market Mm -hmm. something I also had a marketing professor dad who he, um, I feel like I had an at-home at MBA in marketing, so I went into advertising and did that for a lot of years and wrote every kind of things from copywriting um, to like manuals to a- anything you can think of that can be written, TV spot. And then um, my husband uh, was in real estate. He uh, joined a bunch of companies together, and he needed somebody to come in for branding, and so I um, built a brand called Real Living, which was we grew it to 22 states and it was going along as first brand targeting women as a consumer, because that's kind of my specialty was in marketing. And then the crash happened and the real estate Mm -hmm. crash and we sold it to Berkshire Hathaway eventually. And, but during that time, I was approached by the American Marketing Association to write a marketing book for women, for entrepreneurs, really. Hmm. And so I sat down and wrote an outline and I'm like, you know, actually, this is a bigger book. I think, I mean, the the stuff that I was talking to real estate agents about would be the same, no matter what kind of entrepreneur you were and women always inspire me. And so Hmm. I wrote an outline and instead of sending it to the American Marketing Association, I sent it on the same day to an agent, a literary agent and to uh, Wiley, an editor at Wiley. Wow. And the same day they both called back, which was the next day. <laughs>
0: so, all of wow. a sudden, I mean,
1: I never dreamed of writing a business book as my first book, but that's what happened. And so then I found myself with Real You Incorporated, Eight Essentials for Women Entrepreneurs. And suddenly for nonfiction, especially you have to speak about said book. Yeah. You can't, I'm like, no, I have everything I wanted to say in the book, <laughs> just yeah. read the book. So all of a sudden I found myself on this speaking tour all over the country. And I'm speaking to like thousands of women and about putting your passion into action and living the life of your dreams. And I realized I still hadn't written the novel that I always wanted to write. I mean, I'd been playing around with things through the years, but with the kids and the business and everything. So I finally did. I sat down and I um, got my first agent and she wanted me to write a story that was kind of echoing my nonfiction book because Mm -hmm. she thought there were lots of themes that would be good for women's fiction. In it, so here, home, hope was the product of that. And in it, a woman goes through a midlife crisis, and she creates a things to change list. And the things to change list very much mere kind of the advice I was giving in the nonfiction book. Anyway, she—I mean, we got kind of like with you—we got to all the whatever they call those meeting rooms and the publishing, and we're like, it's just not quite what we're looking for. I'm like, oh, for heaven's sake! So then I'm like, all right. I cannot wait on this forever. I need to get this book out. So I found Greenleaf Book Group and submitted to them and they took it. And I it, I didn't even know at the time it was a woman-run business and that was awesome. So I, I don't know what that's called, like hybrid vanity, whatever it's called. Uh-huh. So published with them. I had an editor who had worked at the big publishing houses, Linda. She was great. And so and oh, it's fun because I got to collaborate on the cover. And everything. so then my first book came out and I think that was 2011, maybe, Here Home Hope. And so then we found each other in like 2012, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a year later. And that, so I'd had, I'd had been writing, ironically, my love is kind of this domestic suspense area where I find myself now. But when you and I were working together, I had all the difference I'd already written, which was domestic suspense. But then I'd also had a story that was kind of close to my heart called In the Mirror. Mm -hmm. And that's what you you liked and believed in yeah. yeah so I don't know if you want to stop there and yeah uh,
0: yeah let's stop there I mean first of all what a crazy journey it seems like your non-fiction career just like took off immediately like yeah. boom publishing boom. deal you're speaking to all these people it's going great <laughs> then you're like well I want to follow my heart and you go to you go to
1: fiction and it's just like
0: oh. not the same situation
1: <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and the thing is too, I mean, you just, it's all so much to me, I think looking back and I am very impatient as you know, and I just, I feel like the, the more you write, the better you get. And to me, like the long process of like, at some point you just have to say, okay, like you can give up, but we had I mean, we had a lot of interest And in, in the mirror. I was looking we back did. through our old emails and some of the rejections, you know, were really nice, yeah. but they didn't want a cancer book
0: and that yeah. kept coming up. We yeah. had, um, so far listeners, it was a woman, the story was, it's it was very women's fiction. The woman yes. had cancer. And so she kind of like wanted to experience some things that she hadn't experienced previous. There was like a love
1: interest angle. And, and she wanted to like plan her own goodbye. So she was having a goodbye party for herself.
0: Yes, that is right. And I remember we had people interested, we had um, I remember sitting outside of the Flatiron building in New York City, meeting with an editor from St. Martin's. And she yes. was basically like, yes, I love this. Yes, you know, I think Kara could be great. And then it just didn't land. Like, it just it, and she's not even in the business anymore. This was a girl by the name of Molly. Molly, she, yep. Yeah. She's not even yep. in it anymore. She just completely left. So it's just, it was like that kind of a situation where we get so close and we'd have someone who we thought really, really was going to buy it. And then they didn't.
1: Right. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, I'll just self-publish. I need to learn how to do that anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when I went through like, like, uh, came, what is that called KNP or whatever, whatever PDP. the, um, yeah, yeah. Is that. And create space and everything. So that was kind of fun because I learned how to upload everything, like all about algorithms and keywords and all that stuff, which is, you know, important too. So that's, I think, and then you took a look at the um, purple stone, which is my Dust Bowl yes. book, which we both really like too, I think. And it's just, yeah. That but was... now of course they all have Kristen Hannah's, the four winds. So <laughs> that ship is <has> sailing. <laughs> but but you know I don't know I just think you keep creating and you don't in my perspective it's all about perseverance and persistence it's not about like a moment of making it Mm -hmm. because they're like you're only in this industry as good as your last book right Right. and you can't take that to heart you just have to keep to me keep moving forward and keep creating and writing what you want to write and yeah. Because after you then I went after my two self-published All the Difference and In the Mirror, then I my I met a woman named Jane Porter who's an author and she had started a, a romance imprint. So she's like, you wanna try writing romance? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so i had i call it my two-year sojourn into the romance world turns out i'm a little bit too shy to write romance but i did write two series and i went to the rwa concert the concert um convention of the romance writers of america it's the largest book writing convention it's huge and before i was in the romance world i didn't realize how empowering romance can be how unbelievably entrepreneurial, these women authors are in this space. And so I, I, I said to the romance people that they're like, do, do you have any ideas for a topic? I'm like, I think I should talk to them about branding and being women entrepreneurs. So then like, thing so you know, I'm like speaking <laughs> RWA and I'm, I use the same concepts from my first book <laughs> and the right. repackage it's on my website for any author, because I really believe to survive in this world and not like all the time. You need to focus on your personal brand because your brand can withstand genre changes. If it's done right, it can withstand, um, rejections and, and all that stuff. And you mm-hmm. also, you just have to be flexible and pivot when the time's right to pivot. So anyway, so I did my, um, two years in romance, which I did learn a lot. And yeah. it was the first time I'd ever written from a male perspective too, which helps with stuff. I had no idea there were like tropes and rules and all this stuff to follow. So I learned all of that. That was yeah. fun. And then, um, during that phase then i decided all right i'm a little bit too shy to write anything about like kissing and all that stuff i got to go back to women's fiction so i found a new agent named katie and katie's like all right I, I didn't have anything for her new she's like all right i want you to write a series let's do a women's fiction series i know i can sell you i you know you're you're right there you're like right about to get <laughs> <I'm> like <okay. laughs> so i write two books of a four book women's fiction, very sweet series uh, based on a salad bar to school. That's how sweet. And, uh, but you know, pretty good. It's good. I liked it. And so while Katie's reviewing it, I'm sitting at my desk and Paul from Best Day Ever pops into my head. And Paul is just dark and cranky and wants to write I mean, once his story told right away. So I just wrote it and it came out really fast. Maybe I'm, I'm shouldn't say how fast, but really fast. And then, uh, so I, Katie's like, oh, sorry, I haven't gotten to the, so, you know, to your project yet. I'm like, I just stop. I need you to read this. And she's like, what is it? I'm like, I don't know what to call it, but I guess it's domestic suspense. And she goes, oh, I don't represent those. I'm not going to read that. I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, because <laughs> my beta reader had read it and she's like, this is your best book yet. You got it. Okay. So anyway, so um, I send it back to Katie. I'm like, please read this. Read this. So like three days go by and I wake up and when she's in New York and I open my mailbox or inbox and there are like five messages, call me immediately. This is so great. I'm going to, I'm going to sell this anyway. So that was kind of the, um, That was exciting. And then I had made a commitment still to go to this romance convention in Cincinnati. So while Katie's uh, marketing best day ever, I'm like doing my last commitment in the romance world. And I sign up to talk to this editor who's there for romance. But anyway, so I meet Margo and Margo and I, I think we'd submitted her before. I mean, I know that she was aware of me and everything. So I go in and I'm super nervous because it's a one-on-one and and she's like well so what are you working on I'm like, well I have this really scary (laughs) best day ever guy and she's at a romance conference she's like okay I'll keep my eyes open for it and it ended up she made the offer so she bought best day ever from our meeting at a romance conference through my agent who only wanted to sell women's fiction right so there you have
0: it (laughs) wow and yeah Margo
1: we submitted to her like right like wasn't yes on our list she like... was very much on our list and she's very much watch like watching my career I guess yeah. and trying to keep up with Wild. what I was up to yeah and so she it was it was great so she she sold Margo a too deal and she was with um Harlequin which had so then I get a call from Margo and she, it, she's like guess what I have exciting news I'm like what she's like we're launching a new imprint and your your novel's going to help launch an imprint. I have no idea what that means at the time, right? I'm like, great. So I hang up. And then she calls back a little bit, I don't know, a few weeks later, guess what? It's going to be in hardcover. I'm like, get out of Dodge. That was wow. like, wow. And so then because of all this, um, they invited me to come to VA and I walk into the Javits center and this is what 27. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. The Javits center VEA. And literally Amanda, the there was a poster with the book cover on it, like five stories tall, just hanging right, Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I still get the chills. And there was a guy signing people up for American Express cards, like in a little booth. And he's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, that, that's my book." And he's like, "Oh my gosh, can I take your picture?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So it was so it was really cool. And yeah, so that was that was like one of those moments where I mean, it'll never be like that again. And, right. Uh, so and then they considered me a debut because I hadn't been with a traditional publisher. So <laughs> like kind of a debut, but not a debut. So anyway, that was all very. good confusing to me, but I didn't care. I'm like, call me what you want. (laughs) I'm here. Yeah. So that was really fun. They had a big booth with like oodles of copies of best day ever and like lines of people. I mean, it was, it was so fun. That is, I mean, that is the
0: dream first of all, like that is amazing. And for that kind of a presence at BEA. So for our listeners, BEA is like the huge trade show that book expo every, oh, yeah book gosh. expo every publisher attends there's massive massive um like ads for for books everyone's got a booth there's book signings everywhere like you're walking around and like there's Jim Carrey there's Tim Gunn there's like all there's of these There's yeah <laughs> exactly right so what what an experience um and it just blows my mind how everything kind of like over the years started to fall into place yeah to lead you to that time, like from your learning how to speak to women and motivate them, and how that played into your little romance two years stint trying to write romance novels yeah. and how just the people, the editors that you pitched, how they kept an eye on you. and I mean, that's just so it's so inspiring. it really is. And now you're u s a today bestselling
1: yeah. author. So yeah, best day ever hit the USA Today list, which was so exciting. I mean, I actually did with my romance series, but that's another story. But <laughs> that was a down price. <laughs> but, but yeah, so best day ever hit the list. It was so fun. And then yeah, I mean it really is. It's kind of surreal how I mean and I'm sure there are people that have normal careers in <laughs> in publishing. <laughs> but yeah, my my story is is really uh It's, it's, I I think it's full of the ups and downs that you would expect in this world, but it's also, yeah, ultimately really happy right now. (laughs) Really happy. Yeah. And you were always, you were
0: always very pleasant. Like even like when we had to part ways and it was just like, I remember getting to a point where I was like, I I can't clearly, like, I can't do for Kara what she needs to be done and whatever that is.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and and even whatever through, it is, there's something that needs a little tweak. Yes, yet. there's
0: just something that's just not falling into place here. And even through that, you were just so like, just great attitude. And I think that is exemplified in your story, just your attitude about life. About you keep trying, like you mentioned before, you keep pressing on, you keep trying something new, like your your openness to try different things.
1: um yeah. And I mean, especially if it speaks to you, like if it's what you, all of a sudden you like Paul jumped in my head, like I said, and I, I, you know, I couldn't not write his story and I wasn't thinking about who would buy it or who would, I just hope someone, somebody else would like the story. Right. Yeah. Cause goodbye year. My other one be, right before best day ever, it went around to all of the uh, dining rooms again too. And then <laughs> And then it just didn't hit. So I I wasn't expecting it a hit. Like I wasn't expecting it to, it to finally punch through. And when it did, that's even more exciting. Wow. So what advice
0: would you have for authors who seem to get close, but just can't seem to land that deal?
1: I mean, I think that's it. You, every, every story you write, you're honing your craft and you're getting closer to like. I don't know, just better at what you're trying mm-hmm. to say. And you know, the ideas are still going to be there. So if, I, I think maybe not hold on to one story so long that you feel like you're farther and farther behind. I mean, and really with self-publishing and, and hybrid publishing, all the options, um, the Goodbye Year I published with Spark Press, which I don't know what they're called. I guess that's small press. <laughs> like, like I've done, and it really is each each, arena has taught me a different thing and, and -hmm. and stuff. So, I mean, I think if you want to see your story out there, you can get your story out there, just make sure it's edited and all that good stuff. So, and then just move on. Yeah. I love that. Um,
0: and what advice do you have about bouncing back from disappointment? How do you, how did, how did you, I mean, you seem like a pretty positive person in general, and I know you to be positive, but what advice do you have about just that feeling low and feeling like it's never going to happen?
1: Yeah. I'll I'll tell you like my, probably like like my saddest point in all of this was, um, was after you. And again, it was, I was writing the goodbye year and I it was it was starting all of my women's fiction started getting darker and darker and darker so I was I was heading towards Paul without even knowing I was heading towards right. Paul so um anyway so I was I was writing this and I was at uh, coffee with an author and uh, I said something about a, a part of the plot and she spits her coffee at me and she's like oh my god You can't write like that. You have to keep, you're happy and sunny. You're women's fictiony. And I'm like, no, Mm. I can do whatever I want to do. And she's like, she's really was laughing at me. And then subsequently, like two months later, uh, the same person hosted a Christmas party for all of the published authors in the area and didn't invite me because I wasn't traditionally published. Right. So, I mean, I had what, like, I don't know, two romance series for women's fiction, a yeah. nonfiction book, but I wasn't invited. So that was, I just found out about it on Facebook when it's like all oh, the authors, I'm like, wow, that sucks. Because really, you don't know when you're going to be the person that's not the, right you know, it's just not nice. so. Yeah. I think that the biggest thing is to remember that if you are on top and feeling good, that that's going to be fleeting. (laughs) If you're trying to claw your way in, don't give up. And then in the middle of it all, just try to enjoy it and be kind to everybody else who's trying to do it too.
0: I love that. I love that. So let's talk about what you're working on next. Um, what, What do you have in the works?
1: Okay, so right now the next wife is trying to hold on to her positioning as a bestseller yeah. on Amazon because all the new releases came out today. So it came <laughs> out um, May first officially. Yeah. She is. She's like. I mean, it, it, the cover is just like a woman with sunglasses and oh, dark red lips. It's and amazing. It's amazing. So good. Yeah. So good. And but I picture her with like bright red fingernails holding on to the bestseller list. Like, <laughs> her fingernails are like no. So Stacey Abrams is coming in hot. She just jumped over us. So, you know, there's just a lot of competition out right. there, but anyway, so it's been fun. So I've been doing a book tour virtually uh, talking about the next wife and my characters are these characters that first day ever and the favorite daughter and now the next wife are very much uh, devious. And so people love to hate them. And they also have very strong opinions about them. So it's been fun talking about that in this case, it's the first wife and the second wife that kind of go to war. So anyway, so that is what I'm working on now and watching her try to hang on to her best-selling status. She is like a number one Amazon bestseller in like all these categories. It's been amazing. And then my next book called Somebody's Home is out in January 18th of 2022. Wonderful. So, okay. Wonderful. Yeah. And then I'm trying to hopefully, because then I'll be out of contract and Wish me luck, Amanda, because I have a submission in right now. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. I mean, Kara needs more book deals. So let's all, yeah, send you a prayer. Yeah, Yeah. that is great. Well, it sounds like thing you're staying busy, and that's really all that anyone can hope for in this business. And I certainly hope that you continue to get those book deals, (laughs) hit those bestseller lists, (laughs) hold on to them,
1: yeah, Yeah. claw into the yeah,
0: (laughs) right. Um, so where can readers find you if they want to look you up online? We'll, we'll end, we'll end with that.
1: Okay, sure. And, and if, if any authors listening too, I do have a free download and it's been helpful to a lot of people. It's about personal branding and, and with your books and that's on my website too. So my website is kararuda.com and it's a lot of vowels. So it's K-A-I-R-A-R-O-U-D-A.com. And then mostly just social media everywhere. Yeah. Wonderful wonderful. And if you get a moment,
0: check out that cover for the next wife. Cause it is amazing. It's like, it's, really it's one of the best book covers I've seen. Well, all of your covers have been really, really good. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I really, I mean, the favorite daughter and best Day ever was really cool. Cause it was a, the hard cover was bright red envelope and it was very different. Very yeah. yeah, striking. Yeah. Love it.
0: Well, thank you so much, Kara. And of course I am, I am cheering you on. Like every time <laughs> I see your name pop up, I'm like, i am I am just so happy. I'm so happy that you finally um, you finally you know crossed that threshold or whatever that is stormed the gate of publishing and you finally yeah. you know you're doing but it but
1: along the way, I had some great other I mean traditional publishing is awesome, but there's yeah. like a lot more on the way that that's really great too so yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a destination. It's the journey that matters. Awesome.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the gate crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at Gatecrashers. and be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode.